0: From the land of adventure and diversity, these are the stories of extraordinary Africans, only on Faces of Africa.
1: Spend all of my time with music. At work is music. When I get home I'll either be practicing or composing a piece on my computer or I'll be listening to something. My friends are all music friends. So literally right now my life is just music. interest in music began very early on. My parents were part of the choir at my church. When other children would be playing around in the street, I would happen to have gone to choir practice with my dad or my mom. So I grew up listening to the music and being part of the music.
0: Lusaka is one of the fastest developing cities in Africa. It is home to nearly two million people full of dreams for the big city. In a quiet suburb called Kamwala, Joseph lives with his extended family. His parents have moved to the western province of Zambia.
2: In African tradition, Joseph is my son. Music in our family We treasure it. Joseph
1: started music at a tender age when he was a very small boy. He liked singing, even the parents, they sing a lot. The father is even the director of music at church. when my dad brought home a DVD and there was somebody playing the organ and then when I asked my dad what's that thing then he tells me that's an organ and I asked him do we have one of those in the country and then he says yes you see it all the time in our church that's the thing in front there that nobody plays and then <laughs> then that was when I decided I would, I would play the organ and when I started actually learning piano and playing the piano, I, I felt like the possibilities with playing the piano are endless. You know, I got to play music I never imagined I would be able to play. It was a good challenge for me, it kept me practicing for long hours, and the piano just took it up from there. When he was very young, he used to rehearse at home. He, he used to wake up in, early in the morning, start playing the piano, you know, when everyone is asleep or when late at night he would wake up, start playing the piano,
2: just like that. He's in love with music.
0: Joseph is part of a vibrant, self-motivated ensemble called the Afro Jive. The group consists of young musicians from Lusaka. They are millennials that have integrated selfies and Instagram into the classical music scene. It is often hard for these young people to get into classical music. Yet, they continue to fight for their love. Daniel is the lead violinist in the ensemble. He reflects on the slow change in classical music in
1: Zambia. Classic music is not fully supported. It's something that's just beginning. The, the progress is kind of slow at the moment. It's just now that we're seeing a lot of uh, professional conductors and players coming into Zambia and helping in here and there. And now the government actually has uh, recognized uh, the classic music existence. And now they're willing to fund it and so it's really shaping up now. You go back Here, here.
0: In amongst the musicians is the double bass player Susan. Susan is one of the few young female classical musicians in this
2: male-dominated world. I wasn't really allowed to join the orchestra, to go there because you'd spend a lot of time in rehearsal and get home late, you don't have time to study for exams, you only start after the exams. It was seen as something that guys do, even if 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 you go to our church orchestras you find that most of the guys who, or most of the people who play are guys compared to girls because this thing of time and the girl child not having to do other stuff that guys are doing. But as of now, most parents encourage us to do that because it gets us away from doing things that we're not supposed to do. (laughs) Yeah, at first it was difficult for me because I wasn't used to people looking at me. I had self-esteem issues. But when I started playing, It was like I was getting lost in the music.
1: The piece we're playing today, Africa, is a wonderful piece. Actually, its originality is from uh, South Africa. So the concept is derived from there. And then we put in the Zambian words and the Zambian touch and then mix it with the classic instrument. It's nearly done, played it for a few months now, so it's a wonderful song.
0: teaches music at the primary school and pre-primary school level. He's also extremely active in his church music department. As a member of the New Apostolic Church, he
1: shares the wonder of music with those younger than him. I spend most of my time working, teaching up to about maybe 16 hours. It's a growing industry. I get calls all the time. The parents want their child to learn piano, wants to learn the violin. see that close together so a and b it's a whole tone a full step so there's a longer distance between the two and then b and c is a semitone so you play closer to each other so that you sound see that okay let's try just the first four notes a b c d The advice to even see from your eye to see this spot. I am very active in my music department at church and literally almost all the time that I get off work I spend it there teaching kids how to play instruments, teaching choirs. So we have our G A B C D E F sharp G like that. Okay? So I try G major. One, two Three and go. Hey, and remember, you don't, you don't, you don't repeat the octave. Just once. Joseph
0: does not just teach music and play in this ensemble. He's also a conductor. The primary duties of the conductor are to interpret the score, set the tempo ensure the correct entries for the ensemble members and shape the phrasing where appropriate this requires an intrinsic and intense musical knowledge
1: being a conductor is, is a hard job The first thing you have to do is understand the orchestra, each and every instrument of the orchestra, how each and every instrument works, what it should sound like, where it should play, what it should play, you know, the pedagogy behind the instruments. The second thing is you also need to understand music, composition, how music is written understand what the composers were thinking, especially for these great symphonies and pieces that we get, we get to play. What the composer was thinking, starts from the notes, the way they arrange the notes themselves, the melodies, the harmony, the way they orchestrated the piece, where they put the accents, where they put the dynamics, the loud and soft, and all of those put together are just like words, you know, the way people would have a conversation, the composers have the conversations with us, with the notes, with the harmony and with, with, with the instrumentation. Almost. And then percussion. (laughs) With the orchestra, you are part of the group. You don't want to see yourself as kind of the leader in as much as you are, but you want to be part of the group, part of the conversation. When the instruments play, they talk to you and you talk back by conducting. With an audience, it's entirely different because with the audience now, everything is expectant upon you. You, as the conductor, can really mess up the concert if you don't do your job well. Uh, You find that uh, most congregations are not uh, privileged to have orchestras like one we saw. So, you know, it's, it's in very few areas because then some of these instruments are quite expensive for most people. To afford really just an organ itself is Well, maybe here, in this part of the world, it's very expensive. So the very few that are there, everybody who bought an organ, they really want it to be played. When the music is playing, it creates those emotions that sometimes you can never get from anything else. Music is very strong with worship. It's, it's it's a way that people really can connect with with God. I see people when I play in church sometimes playing the organ. I play a song that somebody really likes and you can see actually somebody crying. And then after the service, they'll so just come and say, Oh, thank you for playing, you know, that kind of music. I mean it does the same for me, so. It's just really a big part of of worship.
0: Joseph, a young musician from Zambia, works with classical music and the traditional music culture of his country. Joseph had an exciting opportunity to work with the Kamoto Community Arts, Luba Nimoto Group, to annotate some authentic Siyomboka music.
3: Siyomboka simply means uh, bring people together, let's dance together and enjoy ourselves. we bring in artists from different places within Zambia. So we come together, the laws teach us this, the members teach us that, different languages teach us. So now we, we start learning those dances together and we come up with what you have seen.
1: of Zambian music is something that I only heard when we would go for holidays to the village to see our grandmothers. There would be traditional groups performing. Mm-hmm. There are mythical drums, though. A long time ago, they used to tell us that in the drums, for them to sound so bassy, they used to put people's skulls in the drums. So, but then, yeah, we grew up and we found out it was a alive.
4: The young ones are encouraged to learn the skills in terms of playing the marimba, playing the drums, also listening to the songs, understanding the songs, the meaning of the songs. I think we encourage the young ones. That's why if you could see the dancers that were dancing there, among them were young people that are also dancing, but there are elderly ladies among them that usually will teach them. So it's a Passover of some sort, passing on the skill, passing on the tradition in order to preserve so that we don't lose it.
0: present at the Siemboka performance was ethnomusicologist and traditional music academic Dr. Kapambwe Lumbwe. He shares some thoughts about the complexity of Zambian traditional music and the
4: future of a holistic view of music in Zambia. Okay, classical music came through colonization. That's Western classical music, again, because we also have African classical music. During that time in the 40s, even early 1910, there about. And that was because of mining activities and then um, colonial rule by the British. And so there were clubs that were opened and then there were schools that were opened. And so Western classical music came into into Zambia and it spread. So it's through education, music teaching programs, that's how it, it spread into this country.
1: problem with it's not a problem it's it's really the difficulty with annotating you know the traditional very traditional music because uh, it has forms that really don't exist in the classical music circles and you know when they perform they make certain sounds you can never play on an instrument i am interested in doing it for really Posterity's sake, I literally didn't find the music. You have to go in far places to get it, or you have to find a few groups that still, you know, practice it. So I thought, if we get time to notate it, we get time to record the music. Those are things that will live longer than, than you know, oral uh, stories and, and transmission.
4: Zambians are beating drums they don't beat patterns, they beat sounds. And a sound, that is a tone, one tone, boom. and because of the, the drums being pitched, the other player will beat a, a tone as well. And those tones will come together, and then each one of them will find a space in between the other player's tones. Once that is done, what comes out are inherent patterns. That's what you, the listener, will listen to and think they were beating that pattern. And yet it was as a result of the way they were interlocking the sounds. And so that's what makes it very complicated when you want to now start notating it.
1: So you see this when I, when I actually do this. On the on the computer, it won't look, it won't look like this. It will look completely different. Well, that was awesome!
3: An awesome performance.
1: It's it's always one of my happiest moments when when I'm around such such music. It just makes me very, very happy to interact with uh, performers and musicians who actually practice our traditional music. So all the things I heard today, I've thought about a few instruments. I've made a list of a few instruments that can be able to produce uh, exactly what, what I heard. It's not probably going to be exact because some instruments can note, uh, you know, sound like a drum or play some patterns or sound in tune like the way a xylophone does. Uh, but it, it will be pretty close. So now when I transcribe a particular type of music, uh, be it from any other province in Zambia, for example, I know the style of how you know they 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 do their music in terms of harmony, in terms of rhythm, in terms of who's important. Is this the bass drum guy or it's the tenor drum guy? You know. So it it, it it also just deepens your music understanding because now when I play classical music, when I listen to classical music, it kind of sounds a bit too easy because the rhythm patterns you know are very conventional and like in the traditional music. So it, it definitely has deepened uh, my, my, my musicianship in a way. So like for this piece that I did, I'm going to arrange it for our, our band to play, our ensemble the Afro jive, and I have an instrumentation of like two violins, a viola, a double bass, a cello and a saxophone and a piano. That's a weird ensemble in, in the conventional sense, but I'm going to try and arrange it for those instruments and then see how it goes.
0: Joseph is rehearsing again with the Afro Jive Ensemble. Crispin, who plays the euphonium, and Chileshe, who plays the saxophone, are Joseph's best mates. They get together after practice to discuss Joseph's notations and how they can translate it to classical
1: music. At the time when I was at school, I was thinking of becoming a pharmacist. I met Crispin, Joseph, you know, classic music, family started making sense for me. Every time I just feel like practicing because it has just become part of my life. When I told my dad that I'm not doing farmers anymore, they told me we're not going to pay for your school then. Then uh, I started making some performances with these guys. Uh, We used to get quite quite some good money. Then I started paying for my school up to now.
3: I remember the first time I performed to a Zambian audience, uh, classical music from Europe. At some point, they were getting kind of bored. So we sat down with the guys and decided to do some kalindula music, using brass instruments. Then we went to perform italian uh, uh The audience was beautiful. It was so cheerful. And I was like, okay, so Zambians love Zambian music more. <laughs> so when we were playing concerts, if we combine Zambian music and classical music from Europe, It's so interesting. So I'm looking forward to composers like him, (laughs) writing Zambian music, putting it on sheet.
1: We went and we met a group of traditional performers, dancing, silimba, drums, and all that. I managed to transcribe it and, and, and put it on a score. So you have one, two, three, four, all of those rhythms, when you put them together, they should produce a sound, wow. <laughs> a different sound. And this is another drum. So wow. when you actually listen to the rhythm, it's dum, dum, da dum you know? And yet there was another drum, whilst that going on, the other drum was going ta-dum, 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 ta-dum. The bass drum was going da-da-do, da-da-do, da-da-da-da. The piano is imitating the drums. So you've got this rhythm going on, that rhythm going on. All together, so you get the if you listen to this rhythm, you know, that's that's very unconventional rhythm in classical classical music. You see that, yeah. you know? and wow. that's, that's really, uh, I think, I wish we had had friend good. Friend. so now we can hear the drums together. And then you notice that oh. the chords kumambao. They just look like it's in C. This is so, sounds so interesting
3: awesome. yeah. uh, sounds very interesting. unusual.
0: Joseph Crispin and Chileshe go to experiment with new sounds. This could be the start of a new piece for their youthful
1: ensemble. Exciting things lie ahead for them. What I am trying to do with my friends, we are trying to get the music that is known to the people, especially Kalindula here in Zambia is a very popular Uh, kind of music with the people. It's probably going to get hard because this is just like a sketch. So we get to write that, we notate that music and play it on our classical instruments and it gets closer to the people and then with a few more years I think we will have something good going. Uh, Right Right now, my focus is really on learning. I want to learn as much as I can teaching, composing, and conducting. Then after that is when I'll focus now on, on taking the music to the world. Right now in Zambia, Classical music is a growing industry. We have a lot of people playing instruments, new discoveries and new technology that has come about. that now the youths are also getting into classical music. They're composing, you know, new songs. It's kind of getting out there to the public. I'm seeing in the next five years, we will have a very active and vibrant classical music industry in our country.
0: Joseph and his friends make the best of a growing classical industry. They take heart that Zambia is emerging as a country that has a promising future in
4: classical music.